Hey guys, and welcome to the Juice Podcast. What? <laughs> Nothing. It's just been a long time coming. Okay. I'm excited. Should we start over? No, that's good. This is all <laughs> staying in now. Okay, we are here. Welcome to the first Juice Podcast. The first. The very first one. Boom. And um, we have a lot of fun stuff that we're covering today. Well, I wouldn't wow. say fun. We have That's some, a weird choice. We're having we're talking about the uh, new Demi Lovato documentary that came out. Mm, the whole so um, Lil Nas situation, everything wow. that is Lil Nas X and the music video, the yeah. Satan shoes, and finally we're going to be talking about Kong versus Godzilla. Yes, and that movie because I think it's safe to say we fall film in, of the year. We fall onto different teams when it comes to judging that film. So yeah, we'll end with that. Just as like but a little first, don't, shouldn't we go over who we are? Sure, but I mean, first, I wanted to tell you guys what we were talking about. Okay, it's sick. Cool. I'm Savannah. I am the uh, writer, content creator of The Juice. If you have been following The Juice for a while, hey, welcome to yet another place mm. where I just thought, you know what, the world needs more content. Yes. I need I need to talk more. So this is just another platform for me to speak my piece yes. and have fun. Yeah, totally. I'm Trent. Uh, Savannah and I started working together in like January at our primary jobs. June. June, but really officially January. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody was working during COVID. Right, right, right. We met in June. You're telling January. me that you were actually working during June? Because that's not true. I started working here in June, legally on the payroll. I'm June. asking you if you actually put in a salary's wage of work. So anyways, we that's met. What I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Anyways. Yes. So we got to know each other a yep. little bit before that. But yeah, just found that we had a similar passion for pop culture yep. and really love talking. We love talking. Love it. Absolutely love it. Can't get enough talking. I love the sound of my own voice. In fact, I can hear it in my ears right now, and it sounds great. Velvety. Velvety. I hear my voice, and I'm like, the world needs more of this. True. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. Should we just jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. Demi Lovato. I Go. I I loved it. I thought it was so tastefully done. Yeah. Um, as someone, if you know me, if you followed The Juice or me on social media, you know that my family tree has a plethora of struggles with addiction, mm. um, and I thought that it was very tasteful, yet poignant. I thought that they went deep into what they needed to go deep into sure. and didn't have a lot of fluff. She broke it into four succinct nuggets. I think the fourth one comes out this week. It's not out yet. Yeah. Oh, it comes out today. Oh, great. Yeah, we can recap today. it in the next podcast, yeah. like how it ends. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was very tastefully done and it addressed the issue in a way that I hadn't really ever seen done before because it yeah. was the person who was experiencing it ha admittedly was still struggling with it. It wasn't yeah. like, yeah, I overcame this and now I'm better and I've been sober for 10 years. She's just like, yeah, I am. Um, I'm still fighting. Yeah. And I thought that that's the real. That's yeah. what it really looks like. Totally. And just to give some just before I go into my little diatribe about what I thought about it. Uh, just to give some context for how this is probably going to work for oh, the yeah. next unknown period of time until you guys get bored of us. Uh, you're going to be bringing stuff to me, yes. which is like pop culture related, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I will be doing the same for you. Yes. This is one of those things that I would have flown under my radar. I would have never watched this had you not brought it to my attention. And what'd you think? Um, it was really good. I, I actually really like stuff like that, like actually okay. getting the inside scoop and finding out the real story. I'm a sucker for a good story, and hers is a very interesting one. I will say I've never been like a fan of Demi Lovato, not in like a negative way. I just have never, yeah. it's, she's not like my flavor, I guess. Sure. Um, and so I watched it and one of the things, probably the biggest thing that stuck out to me when she was talking was like, um, 
I think she said something along the lines of like, oh, nobody knows the true story. They might have underplayed it. And then she started listing like the actual things like she had a couple strokes. She I think she had like a heart attack. Seizures. Seizures. And that was exactly how I like consumed it. Like when it actually happened, like, uh, you know, I heard in the news like, oh, Demi Lovato is hospitalized for an overdose. And not to sound insensitive, but I feel like I hear something like that about, you know, artists or musicians almost all the time. So I just like flew under the radar. I'm like, oh, that's tragic. But it never really struck me. Mm -hmm. And obviously I have like a list of notes and stuff like that. But um, I I agree with you. I think it was done very tastefully. Honestly, I do feel like they kind of did a bait and switch because in the whole beginning of the the promo, they were like, oh, so we're going into the real story and we're talking about real. And I was like, "Okay, like they're probably going to release some like some deets about all this stuff. And I we did get a lot of the inside scoop, but I was expecting it to be like more juicy. You know, I think I felt the same way. Yeah, I think I felt like I was expecting it to I was expecting to receive more revelatory information. I was expected my mind to be blown. Right. And I and that also could come from I think it's fair that both of us have experienced not ourselves, but relatives and family tree. Yeah. You know, addiction. And I'm no stranger to the cause and effect and the domino effect that addiction can totally. have so maybe part of it was me watching it be like yeah yeah yeah, i already know all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i got that i got yeah. that but like get to the good stuff and it's like yeah i'm sure people that don't have a, fi- a familiarity with addiction and drugs yeah. were kind of like oh this is this is insane yeah i do think that uh obviously i want to be careful about like for me i guess like because i feel like everything's trying to have something to say like yes i'm not trying to perpetuate that i think i i wrote some things down that like struck me like and that's just how i took it so um something that struck me i guess the the very first thing was she started talking about her dad and how he had a relationship Mm -hmm. with drugs and how uh when she was a kid she she said she felt like it was her responsibility to take care of her dad or like she couldn't be a kid and uh She said something like she ended up trying to make the good decisions for your unhealthy parents and she felt bad when she couldn't make them. And like for me, like I have like like a troubled history with like my mom and it's almost like you start to take on this like I want you to make good decisions. And when you don't, I feel bad for you, even though you probably don't feel bad for yourself. I feel bad for Mm -hmm, you because mm -hmm. you're missing out on time with like me or you're missing out on opportunities with you know your loved ones like that makes me hurt so I was like oh that struck me like that's a big deal yeah and I think her mom even said at one point or or I can't remember it was her or or Demi was saying that she felt like it was her mom her mom said you know with addiction you you want to say to the addict oh how could you choose substances over me when in in reality it is not that simple and it's not it's not that succinct of a decision it's not just a oh they are choosing substances over a person yeah it's a true illness that i was yeah. really glad that they extrapolated on that totally. and said because i myself had felt that from from my mom i'm yeah. saying oh you're choosing substances over me yeah and eventually had to come to the conclusion of oh it's not that simple if it was that simple we would have less addicts and the opioid totally. pandemic would not exist if it was just as simple as making the right decision it's a lifestyle that it, you yeah. get sucked into that I think they did a very good job of laying laying the groundwork for that so that you could better understand how Demi got there. Yeah. 
man, we're episode one, like we're eight minutes in, and we're like, both of our families are messed up. <laughs> Addiction, <laughs> abuse, trauma. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, welcome to our wild ride. This Getting is juicy. This is actually just therapy for us. This is this is actually. I don't need. I can. This just is cancel. out loud therapy. Yep. Just yeah. Canceling totally. my therapist. Uh, another thing that uh, so I think my eyes are being open to this just more and more, and not to sound like hyper woke or anything like that, but like. Girls have such a different experience mm-hmm. with just everything. Yes. And like, because she was like, um, she was saying uh, like she was dealing with her eating disorder. And for the longest time, there were people telling her what she could and could not eat. And so yeah. like, I don't. So again, I'm not the hugest fan of Demi Lovato. So I don't know her like her catalog of acting. Uh, but like the first thing I, I at least that tracks in my mind is Camp Rock. Is there anything before that? Um, Maybe. Barney. She was on Barney. Oh, okay. With Selena so Gomez. she was like a child star. Yes. She, and she's, okay. there's some other stuff in between, too. Okay. I'm, I, I'm probably forgetting stuff, but there's a slew of other Disney okay, stuff got that it. she did. Yeah. That makes sense. So, like, probably as early as she can remember, yeah. there has been someone who's like, hey, if you don't look this way, you, you won't be as popular right. or you won't be the lead or something like that. Um. So there's that, like the yeah. eating disorder was like plaguing her and that combined with her addiction is like, oh, there's so many people who are trying to run my life. I just want to make my own choices. So that's, yeah. that's more gender neutral, but more so with the eating disorder thing that it happens to men and women. But in this regard, it's hyper affecting image conscious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Body dysmorphia. And even the way, the thing that like compounded that for me was how she was like, she showed some of her like the sketches that her artist drew up for her and like her, like the dresses that she would wear. Yeah. And they're like rail thin. Like this big. Yeah. And yeah. like what are like 5% of it, males or females built that way? Well, like it's anatomically an incorrect model. Right. They're like totally. 10 feet tall with two inch weight. Totally. Yeah. There was like another story way off topic, but like action hero or action figures in like the 90s. Like you, mm. there was like somebody <laughs> showed like a picture of Mark Hamill on screen from like Star Wars and then they like showed like an action figure and he's like 300 pounds of just pure muscle. I was like, Mark Hamill probably weighed a hundred pounds stopping wet just in inaccurate. Star Wars. Yeah. Just, you're just blowing this out of right, proportion. Right. So that's pr- pretty crazy. Like seeing these dresses that if you were two pounds, yeah, they would flow really beautifully or they'd fit you really well, yeah. but that's just not realistic for almost all humans. Yeah. And so she's like, they're not realistic. This Impossible. is not going to happen. Yeah. And people policing her food. Like, she literally had people not only monitoring, but if she would step out of bounds, being like, oh, you can't eat that. Like, yeah, I get the image of, like, someone slapping it out of her hand. It's the, I think we were talking about this the other day. It's like, if you tell somebody they cannot scratch their nose, what do they want to do more than anything in the world? Yeah. Scratch their nose. Like, yeah. what, you said a quote. It was like, rules, uh, they Me? break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, t- I was talking about the Streisand effect. Yes. And what is that? Like, so. I'm I'm assuming you know Barbara Streisand. Yes. I think I so I read it because somebody was talking about it, and the Streisand effect is essentially when it's like, hey, by the way, don't look at my hands. Like, please don't look at my hands. Well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna look at my hands, yeah. or like, hey, I'm really self conscious of my outfit today. Don't look at my outfit. It's like you're gonna look at my outfit. So I guess that all started because Barbara Streisand was trying to uh, dissuade people from like coming onto her newfound property or her new house or whatever because she's a bajillionaire and she has all this money oh. and she bought a new property and you know somewhere in the west coast somewhere in hollywood something like that and everybody was like oh you don't want us to come onto your property well guess what we're doing now 
That's what started. And even like your media engine. coverage. Like there's helicopters and stuff. So and it probably wouldn't have happened if she just didn't say anything. It did not say anything. Making the rule yeah. makes the problem. That's like what I read something online where someone like created the unhackable like computer interface and they put it out like, hey, we've created this unhackable thing. And they're like, oh, okay, hold my beer. Like and it was hacked. guess what I'm gonna hack now. That's exactly like Drive that. Effect. That is what eating disorders addition like it's all about control. Yeah. And and I just think if if you're a woman and you haven't had some sort of bad relationship with food, give it a few years. Like it Wow. Just, it it's inevitable. I feel like no, I really mean that like <laughs> I don't wish it on anyone, but we live in a culture yeah. where if you don't if women don't have a season where they have a bad or unhealthy relationship with food, they it just means that they're six years old. Like it just wow. it's so per- you every- are really pigeonholing these people right no, now. I, no, no, I'm I'm not pigeonholing people. I'm I'm yeah. I'm broadening and and trying to reveal how big the issue is. No, I of get just it. women have such a toxic relationship with food because we're told you know there's this like the whole thing of like you open a women's magazine and the first page is like love yourself the second yeah. page is like here's 10 ways to make yourself better and yeah. here's 10 ways to lose 10 pounds and then the next page is like a cake well, recipe and all and you're like what are you telling me like crazy yeah it's just it's so inaccurate that yeah. if you get out of this life having a completely healthy relationship with food the entire time you're here congratulations yeah it's the second coming you are a, a new messiah like i yeah. just don't know what to, it's impossible it is just impossible that's like uh like a pastor told me when i when i was in the youth group uh in dealing with like males and like the pornography issue that males face 95 oh, yeah. percent of men deal with pornography issues and the other five percent are liars <laughs> yeah it's it's literally yeah, that it's just, like it's gonna happen it's, it's, it's an sad. inevitable issue because it's a sad it, truth yeah it's the sad truth not yeah. because people are bad, but because yeah. society, because our culture celebrates a perfectionism, totally. a sexualization of women, et cetera. It, we have these standards and these pillars that we celebrate, yeah. and then we get mad at people for bowing down to those pillars. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So all that to say, I totally love that they opened up and were like, oh, yeah, while same. we're talking about your addiction, let's talk about your eating disorder. Yeah, And how totally. that played a role in it. Well, and before we move on from that point, but too, just like the whole idea that uh, they were... Like they were, so this documentary is the product of a, of a previous failed documentary. Yes. So like they were filming last time she was on tour in like 2018 or something like that. Uh, she was doing a tour and it was going to be another one of those like tour documentaries yeah. that are pr- pretty popular. Yeah. And they were really doing a, or trying very hard to make it look like, Hey, this is tour life is the most amazing experience. Mm-hmm. No downsides. No negatives, all positives. Everyone's like, in a good mood. Everybody yeah. all the time. And it was not, like, not even close. And it's just crazy to me that that's, like, an intentional thought somewhere. Yeah. Like, somebody along the line, like a producer, somebody's like, hey, by the way, this has to look really good. So any any bad parts, like, just say shut off the cameras. Did she say, I think yeah. Demi said that at one point, like, hey, camera's off. Camera's off. It just goes to show how easy it is to make a, a, a documentary or any movie just anything in life, man. How easy it is to make yeah. it inaccurate. Yeah. Hey, everything's great with me. And then and then having it's a not. documentary to back it up and be like, oh yeah, I guess everything yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. And even okay, so going on, so she's she's sober at yeah. this point. And then one month it says one month and six or one year and six months. I think I, I wrote one month and six years. I'm like, I I don't think that's right. <laughs> so one one year and six months, I think, after being sober, she relapsed. And it was the night, uh, I think it was her, it was like her birthday 
or something like that. Or no, no, no. It's, I'm sorry. It wasn't her birthday, but like she got on stage. It was six years. You're right. It oh, it was, was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I remember being like, oh, that's a long time. She was she was sober for us for uh, many okay. many years. Yeah, it was like three to five years. Okay, maybe. yeah, she was sober for a long time. And she relapsed. But she relapsed. But it was the night that like DJ Khaled and someone else, I can't remember who, got up on stage yes. and was like, "Dude, six years sober, whatever. You're the best. Keep going." You know, in typical DJ Khaled fashion. Yeah. And that night she she's overdosed. crying and boom, overdose. Yeah. That's wild. Right. That is wild to me. Uh-huh. I remember thinking like, God, that's you didn't just you didn't just relapse. Yeah. You relapse. I mean, I mean, that's very standard. That's like a textbook at it. Yeah. Like you, you go that long when you relapse. It goes back to like binge eating. Like you go yeah. forever without eating and then boom. Totally. You don't just have a meal. You have three meals in one, seven yeah. meals in one. It's it's like that. It's like binging with drugs. And I just. It's just crazy to me that, like, and I guess in this way, like, that it was so celebratory. Like, yeah. hey, we are celebrating your period of time being sober. And then, boom, you are on drugs again. Yeah. Like, that's wild to me. I can't, I, I, I'm not saying I'm better than that because I typically, I, or I genuinely have my shortcomings. But I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you are celebrating right now that you are sober for yeah. six plus years. Heroin. Gone. And heroin is, like, the big one. <laughs> The, the big one. I mean, yeah, she went big kahuna. Yeah, you don't dabble in heroin. No, no. And you don't, it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't just do it and then yeah. go back to your day. It's like, oh, I've, you know, You've thought about. You've decided to be, do heroin right. at that point. Uh, I'm thinking about picking up a hobby, you know, like. Doing some heroin. Calligraphy or heroin, you know. It's a toss-up. Like, it is literally a commitment to. Yes. A, a terrible commitment right. to a drug. Your life, it's a lifestyle change. So then she started hiding drugs from her family and friends. Yeah. And this is another point that's wild. She, uh. She wrote Sober while addicted to heroin. You're right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. So the song Sober, inherently about sobriety, she is addicted to heroin because she was in like, I, I'm going to say the wrong place. I think it was like, I was going to say Costa Rica, but it starts with a C. Can't remember. Yeah, I remember. She, she was in like a tropical place. The kind of getaway. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And she's writing a song about sobriety while on heroin. While on heroin. Well, she was, she had, yeah, and she realized in, on that trip that she was dependent she was a, on it. Yeah, she was addicted. Yeah. That, Wild. It just goes I've never listened to, show, to this song, so I have no idea. Well, it just, on. it kind of, that's another conversation of like the content that someone puts out that speaks to you might have a different story for the person who created it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that song didn't help someone through no, totally. addiction and sobriety, but it is interesting to, you know, I think of it like, um, this is going now, like, I always say, you know, the juice is the crossroads of, or where theology and culture collide awkwardly. This is one of those moments. Is that trademarked? It's trademarked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awkward here. But it's about, like, this is a perfect example where a lot of times people will read religious texts yeah. like the Bible, uh, and they will read it, and then the minute someone says, like, hey, did you know that the this book of the Bible was actually written to be a, a folktale? It's not actually, like, hard truth. It's, like, a, it's a story. It's mm. It's fictional. And then someone said, you know, and then someone reads that passage and they're like, well, then what's the meaning? Yeah. Well, it can still have meaning. Totally. Just because you've learned more about the author of it doesn't change yeah. its value and impact on your life. Yeah. It's the same instinct of like, oh, she was addicted to heroin when she no. was sober. Then it can't help me get over sobriety. No, like, I totally absolutely agree. Absolutely not. No, I th- I'm, forgive me, because I'm not trying to say that it doesn't have meaning. Or oh, yeah. I just think that's like, it. that again, just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, while, uh, I mean, and honestly... I guess if I'm thinking more about it, 
it makes more sense because probably the only thing on her mind while addicted to heroin is being sober, like the yeah. or getting back to sobriety. Trying so to get there. it does make sense. I just think that it's like may, whether it's intentional or unintentional, it's like veiled. You yeah. know, like it's not totally. clear. So that's just crazy to me. Um, Any other points before we move on to uh, Lil Nas X? You look like you got a lot of notes there. I do. You tell me. Should we stop? I do. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. I'm like looking over your laptop and I'm like, wow, we might need yeah, this, I know. This a part Okay, two. yeah. Do you want you a know spin-off? What? It was good. Episode one, Trent's already got a spinoff. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I will. <laughs> yes. Let me just sit and talk to people for an hour. What that are, wouldn't get boring. Any other major points that you're like, if I get uh, I'll just I'll just bullet point them really quick. Uh, the night of the overdose, overdose, no one knew that she was using. Yeah. Uh, one of the people who, while... She was overdosing, said no sirens, so don't call an ambulance. Right. Because of, they were afraid of bad PR. Yeah. Wild. Sorry, we could. That's go, a whole other. We could talk about that for an hour and a half. And then the, anyway. and then the a girl, the other girl on her team was like, what are you talking about? Of yeah. course you use the sirens. Well, and her number one like security guy was like, I don't care. Like, yeah, get use, someone here. Use sirens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were saying you can't see your sister if you don't get off drugs yeah. initially. That was the first time. Um. And she said something that resonated with me is she's like, I think God has a, a twisted sense of humor sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, I'll drink a cup of water to that. Seriously, I have, there's been you, so many times where I'm like, I literally as a kid have been like, I won't deal with that when I'm older. And guess what I'm dealing with? The very thing. No, something different. I'm joking. No, it's so true. Like, I don't know if you've seen Easy A. When she's like, I have, I have 23 years of experience to prove God has a computer. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, That's no, true. God. And it's, life is ironic. Yeah, you know, it is. Isn't it ironic? It is ironic. Okay. It's like rain. Sorry, not to, not to hard pivot, but you're right. We have a time limit. Lil, Lil Nas, Nas X. This is. I have some, some feelings about this thoughts. one. Here, but let we, me just. We haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. And let me just say this. Really quick, because I think this sets the foundation for having a discussion about this. Uh Uh-oh. This music video, the shoes, the song, is not an effort to tell Christians whether or not being gay is right or wrong. Like, that is not— Yeah, we're not even going to go there. We're not going there. That's not the discussion being had, Mm -hmm. but a lot of Christians want to make it into that discussion because that's the discussion they know very well. They know how to have very well, so they're trying to contort it into that. That is not what Lil Nas X, what the director uh, and the producer of the music video yeah. and the partnership, that's not what they were trying to have. Yeah. Their mission was, and I mean, it, it takes five seconds of research to realize that yeah. their effort was simply to reflect how Lil Nas X interpreted the hate yeah. and uh, just volatile reactions he received from the church. When he came out as gay, yeah. he received death threats. He wanted to kill himself. Trigger yeah. warning. Like he just, there, he received. You said the trigger warning after. I'm, we'll, you just said have to, it. we'll just have to put one at the beginning. Because <laughs> I feel like we, we already mentioned addiction. Like if this yeah. isn't a giant trigger warning, totally. I don't know what is. You're right. But so the, I, I think that that is such an important thing to say up front that the, the discussion we're having and the discussion that the music video and the song and the whole artistic movement were meant yeah. to evoke was not. Being gay is right or wrong. That's not that's not the conversation no, we're, not. we're having. We're talking about, okay, this was Lil Nas X responding to the church's volatile reaction yeah. towards him. And the church, Christians, we are so bad at saying, you know what? You're right. We could have done better. Mm. Instead, we love to say like, yeah, but no, you're wrong. 
Right. And that hurt our feelings, and you're going to hell. Wow. Like, we love to say that. Well, can I get that one more time? That was so good. <laughs> can like... you say it one more time? No, Trent? please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it literally, like, it's so. No, I get it. it. And it seems so obvious, but I do think that. I say we because I am a Christian as well. But we love Wait, to have. what? Shut up. We <laughs> love to have conversation yeah. that we feel that we've rehearsed. Sure. And a lot oh, of I love it. a lot of Christians love to have the conversation of whether they think being gay is right or wrong because yeah. that's a conversation they've rehearsed, they've researched, they've looked up and yeah. they can back up to a T. But that's not the conversation that Lil Nas X is mm. asking us to have. But the Christians are like, Yeah, but we want to have that conversation sure. anyways. And it's it's you're at a crossroads. It's like yeah. either have the conversation or don't, but that's not the one we're having right now. Yeah. Get over it. Anyways, that's just my two cents to start. No, that's good. I wanted to let you finish because I do feel like I have strong feelings about the matter, too. And honestly, just to bring it full circle, too, these are this is my opinion and this is your opinion. None of this is a fact. And And a lot of times probably 100 percent fiction. And we I think it's safe to say that if we are given new information, if someone presents me with new information, I will be the first person to be like, you're right. I was wrong. Totally. I was wrong. But before I go into my opinion, we're going to cut here. Take a break. Oh, we're yeah. going to restart the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. And we're back again. <laughs> After a message from our sponsors. After a message from our non-existent sponsors. <laughs> no, just to pull back the curtain, we had to restart the camera. So, this is, we're this high is tech episode one. Here. We are so... Uh, just think, like, if when people listen to this episode, they're going to be like, wow, I'm an OG. Yeah. I'm starting from the beginning. Epis- yeah. Season one, episode one. Totally. Thanks for sticking by. Yep. Hope you A hundred episodes from now, when we're rich podcasters. Right. Super wealthy. Um, okay, jumping in. So here's my opinion on the matter. Again, this is my opinion. You shared your opinion, right. which they are just opinions. Um, and I always like to preface this beforehand. I'm sorry I'm predicating so much, but I just, I guess what you this, love I just a disclaimer. Have to. I do. Trent but loves it, a disclaimer. I do. But this, don't you feel like it? It's important. It? It's, it's, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it yeah. and not have it. So if you're sitting there and, and I'm talking about what, how I feel about this and we don't agree with it, that's okay. That's yes. really okay. Because I think that if you took a person and you rolled them flat and all that was left was their opinions and you tried to cross-reference them with yours, nobody's going to line up 100%. And that's what makes people beautiful. So stay healthy, kids. I don't know. And that's on, that's on, uh, that's you, that's Pastor Trent. (laughs) You know what? What else is there to be said after that? that, That's on me. Wow. I don't know what you're going for there, but. You did not land that plane well. That's like, you, okay. You were trying to be like really emotional or like inspirational. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just trying to predicate. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm I ready. think you were trying to be something <sighs> and that didn't work out. My eyes are watering. Um, no, it just it was really inspiring. Wow. I was like, oh, okay, this is Pastor Trent coming out. Disclaimer Trent, Pastor Trent. Wow. We're here. Anyway. Oh, that really got so me. I think that Here's how I feel about things. I'm I in particular am a very like laissez-faire guy. Like live and let live. Like yeah. If it doesn't encroach on me, my family, my well-being or lifestyle, whatever, man. I really don't care. Like I I try not to at least. Yeah. I think that for conversation's sake, it's fun to debate whether something's right or wrong, but I was trying to really think about even that sentiment. I think that people are people of like categories and whenever especially christians too like when something pops up like this like the lil nas s thing or lil nas x thing or like the wop thing like 
yes, everybody has a right to their opinion, but like stuff doesn't necessarily have to be put into like a right or wrong category. That's not, good. Not everything is like right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It might be wrong for you. It might be right for you. And especially when you get into art, mm-hmm. that at the end of the day is what Lil Nas X is doing is he is creating art in yeah. his form. That's good. And yeah, like I, I think like somewhere in all of the Twitter like rants that people have put out, the funny ones, not the hateful ones. Sure. That's wherein lies the truth. Like there was somebody who tweeted out like, yeah, all the Christians said that if you're gay, you're going to hell. And now you're mad that a gay actually went to hell. Like, what's the deal? It's like, like okay. You so, can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. So like this guy is a extremely talented musician. Mm-hmm. Um, He is depicting like what is going on in his head for what happens when he is gay and living a gay lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but I was looking into it too, that like after he came out with all like Old Town Road, everybody was like, one hit wonder, kill yourself. You're never going to do it again. Like just completely hateful stuff was headed his way yeah. after that. I mean, completely hateful stuff flies around all the time. But this guy in particular was like, we hate you. Never come back. Kill yourself. All this horrible stuff. And he puts out this, this song. Hits number one on the billboards, yeah. and he is literally doing it, man. He is yeah. just killing the game. And the and song is so good. It's yeah, like, it's a good song. I don't care what you believe. Like the song is a bop. Yeah. And yeah. so, like I I saw a couple people initially, like when it first dropped, people like Christian people who are I'm friends with, um, who I still love, posted, and they were like, you know, be wary of this and be wary of that, and if that's how you choose to like operate. I just don't, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think it's necessarily right to do that because it's like, okay. The other thing is like, he's not a Christian. So it's like, oh, oh, you're, you are putting the standards of like a fellow brother or sister in Christ on this man. That's a great point. Yeah. Because there's tons of gay celebrities. Like, why are you going after this one? There's tons of gay celebrities that have gone after the church or gone after the Christian volatile reactions. Like, why not? There are, why this one? There are a hundred different art forms that are way more egregious than this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah and then the other thing too is like oh you were you like a couple people were saying like oh you're a model for kids and like you did old town road and that was such an like a kid song have you read and the he lyrics literally was like it's about doing drugs and committing adultery he's not your kid's babysitter i don't but i hate when people use that like that yeah. defense like hey like you're you're an example to kids it's like i never asked for that if yeah. you don't want me to be an example for your kids, don't let me. Li- don't let your kids listen to me. It's like when I think it happened to Miley Cyrus when they're like, "Oh, you were such a good example." She's like, "I'm not Miley. I mean, I'm not Hannah Montana. Totally. I'm not your kid's babysitter. I'm allowed to grow totally. up. Totally. And I, yeah. I do think, like in everything, life has consequences, and like it's built on choices. So, like mm-hmm. if you make a choice and there's repercussions, yeah, you have to live with that. As as now, Lil Nas X is living with the consequences from making this video. Right. But he goes number one, man. And he has like, I think he has two platinum records now. And he's handling it beautifully, Dude, I must say. I do, yeah. He has more self-control than most Christians I know. Yeah. And, and more I, respect The other for thing the I want to be careful is too, like, I don't want to be like, hey, all Christians are bad either. Because that's no. not, like, I don't think that's the case. I just think that like. It just, we we look at things so small, like, it, this is, like I said, I'm, I'm not, this is not a new thought, but it's art, man. Like, you can't say that it's right yep. or wrong. It's just his way of expressing himself. And, right. like, you're calling him wrong 
Like that, in, even it's that in itself is wrong. Like yeah. lab, boiling someone down into purely right or purely wrong is so narrow and yeah. like small minded. Like I hate that stuff. And also, side note: if you want to read like a a play by play on the Juice website, I have done a post on the Little Nas X music video. Gone shameless the, plug right shameless now. Shameless plug, but also because I feel like it adds to the discussion yeah. and I don't want to repeat myself, but I do go through the music video and look at the, like, if we were to look at it with the theological intensity at which the church wants to make this, sure. then then go there. And I went there and, you know, I think one of the key things that I took from it was he didn't, dis, like, he didn't disrespect God. He might have um made the devil out to be something that maybe we have not seen before but sure. but he didn't disrespect or um shame that like the holy trinity jesus god holy spirit like at the end of the day if you go through it theologically the only violence that is done in the video is the people to him and then the violence he does to the devil yeah. so it and like theologically it low key was like kind of accurate in terms of in terms of if we were going to take the Bible literally of like sure. the Garden of Eden and the snake and all of that and so that's just something interesting you know I'm yeah, always here I'm to not here to I'm sorry go ahead I mean, I'm just I'm always here to explore perspectives uh, ask questions and explore yeah. perspectives is always my thing and so I just I wanted to look at that video and be like all right I'm going to ask some totally. questions and I'm going to explore perspectives and I think the perspective he was going for was hey if this is how you see me. I'm going to put it into art. Yeah. And that's it. Period. Well, the other thing, too, is I'm not trying to get into, like, accuracy or non-accuracy. I think that as an artist, you reserve the right to depict right. anything, however totally. you want. Yeah. Like, that is your right. And if people hate it or love it, it's yours. It's your yeah. art. Like, that's your That's such a good point. Um, I think the funniest thing, like, the funniest juxtaposition so far of all this is, like, somebody, again, just Twitter gold, again, somebody was like, you're hating on this guy for like dancing upon Satan. But when I was a kid, Saddam Hussein was in a relationship with Satan on South Park. So uh. like, where was all the hate for uh, Trey Parker and uh, the other guy? I can't remember, Matt something. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, you're his name. so right. I remember that being a thing. Yes, yeah. but, and this wasn't a one-time music video. This right. is multiple seasons. Of an a, ongoing a yeah. terrorist mm -hmm. and Satan having an intimate uh, sexual relationship. Oh my gosh, you're so right. And these are two straight guys. And mm -hmm. so there's no, I mean, they're doing it for comedy's sake, but any comedian will tell you their comedy is their art. So, yeah. like, they're mm -hmm. making light of it. So, some would say it's not as serious, but you're having, I guarantee you, there's a whole generation of kids who yeah. are grown up on South Park who are watching this stuff, and you're getting mad over this young gay black guy yeah. for depicting something for, what, four and a half minutes? That's such a good point. It's like, why this hill? Drives we me love crazy. a small hill to die on because it keeps us from fighting the big hills. No, it's just it just drives me crazy, man. I okay, hate that stuff. But I do want to also talk about the, um, the blood in the shoes because okay. I, I did some research, and Dimitri, my husband, also brought this up. Kiss, the band Kiss, yeah. they also did a promo where they used human blood in like Sick. a product. Um, I'm going to look it up again just to fact check that because, you know, I'm always trying to be accurate over here. And here's my only question with that, too. Was that before like the AIDS like uproar that happened in like the late 90s? Oh, I don't know. Because Kiss was big in like I think the, the 80s. 80s. Blood. I just Googled Kiss band blood. 
I don't know. Yeah, that is extremely vague. Oh, yeah. Kiss used band members' blood in Marvel comic book. That's right. Into the ink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not to in say 1977. It was... So it was before. So 77. So that was way oh, before yeah. the AIDS, yeah. like, uh, not spread, but, like, before attention was brought sure. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... So I'm, I'm not... I'm it's just not... interesting to say, like, it's not the first time this yeah, has been done. Totally. It's, it's, an, it's definitely a visceral art move, yeah. not a... Well, message. Well, and Nike had nothing to do with it. Right, yeah. Nike Nike's had nothing to do with it. literally suing Lil Nas yeah. X now. But I just think it's funny that they're, uh, I thought of it as kind of like, I saw those shoes and the verse on the side, Luke 10, 18, which is like, uh, I saw Satan fall from heaven. And sure. It's talking about Jesus uh, conquering the devil. Yeah. And I thought, well, technically then these shoes are like pro, like it, yeah. oh, if we really, and I know that he's not trying to be theological, but since, it, like if we wanted to take it there, technically, it's you're walking on Satan. He's beneath you and because you've conquered him. Yeah. Like Jesus died for our sins. I don't even care to take it that far. I do. I'm just like, I'm like. I'm like, if, if you, you... want to take it there, okay, then at least at least have the gumption sure. to to look at the theology, not just be like, it's satanic. Like, Is it? Did you look at the verse being used? Did you look? Like, if you're going to call something satanic, do the work to yeah. prove that it is. You are. You probably have way more endurance for that kind of stuff. I just am like. <laughs> I go back to what I said earlier. I'm like, if you want to do that, do it. This right. is where I will give a little bit more credence to the people who are like, okay, that's not cool. One, Nike's suing them because it's right. not a good look. And they're used to the Nike logo. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's, you shouldn't I do think that. any that's other egregious. time you try to, like, I, I, it's just the free market. So, like, if you want to sell shoes that have blood on them. Yeah. That's like, you're, you are stepping into the free market. And so, like, if there are visceral reactions in in like uh, a buyer seller transaction way that's more i feel like that's more appropriate because you're like you're right. trying to sell me something that i don't feel like is important so i'm not gonna buy it or, or not yeah. important but like that's not i don't not know for, not for you yeah whatever whatever you can say sure. good bad whatever it's not for me so i'm not gonna buy it it's i don't side with that on like the art form so like if you're criticizing the music video and you're christian whatever then that's over the top but if somebody's like i think this is crazy they're selling blood with shoes i'm like okay i can get behind you yeah and just don't buy them yeah it's just like don't buy a, them. yeah i just think that if we i'm a big fan of knowing what you believe and why you believe it and so if someone you want to change them what you want to change the haters no i just think that it, like i always say if you're going to insult me at least be creative about it right like do your research Sure. Do your research. Don't just go throw out something like, I don't sure. like that. It's satanic. It's like, okay, but you can't just say that about something and, and with no effort put into it. Like a quick Google search and a quick look up in the Bible yeah. would prove that they're not. You just, it just sets the tone for a lazy, a lazy theology, a lazy ideology well, an about uninformed the world. One, an uninformed one. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a better word. An uninformed, but also sets a precedent for. You don't have to look up things. Yeah. You don't have to research things. You can say whatever you well, want, and if you if you feel it, it's true. And that is like true. half of all arguments. It's just like, oh, you know a fraction of what you're talking about. Right. You I have think no a classic clue. Millennialitis. Like, we love to know a lot, but we don't like to learn a lot. Okay, you should have given a trigger warning with that, because I am hyper-triggered right now. I, I will say, and it all stems from, we live in uh, a world where gaining knowledge about things and becoming an expert on things is very in. Mm. Um, but doing, getting your ten thousand hours—it's unique something. to be unique. Yes, exactly. Mm. And if people want to say, you know, this is my unique opinion on yeah. this, and but we don't want to take the time to actually 
research, yeah. explore the possibility that we might be wrong. I mean, I had some thoughts about this at first. And then when I did some more research, I was like, oh, I'm dead wrong. I'm wow. completely wrong. Which happens to you a lot. That's weird. I, it, it does. <laughs> I am wrong 90% of the time. But then mm. I will, but I'm okay with it because then it means I'm closer to being right. It's, yeah. Admitting you're wrong is the first step in learning what's right. You know? Wow, dude. You I'm just, just spitting truth over here. Wow. Fire. Anyways, that's my take on Lil Nas X. Yeah, same. That's I was a fan of the music video. I was a fan of the song. Honest to God, I'm not going to lie to you. I watched it once, and it was when I just woke up. Cinematic masterpiece. So I was like, oh, my. Oh, this is a lot for right now. It's a lot. I mean, I'm It was like 9 a.m. Oh, this, this is, is way too early for, for this. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. But, but the visual and, like, the CGI and all. Like, it was very well done. Like, yeah. co content-wise. It was very artistic. Think what you will. But, yeah, it was very. It looked like a movie. Yeah. You know? Special yeah. effects. Well, it's a music video. Yeah, but it, it literally was like a movie. Y yep. <laughs> but it was. It what was. constitutes a movie to you? Like it was just like the way the cinematography. I feel like I'm mm. using that word, and I don't. I don't have the expertise no, you to use that word. But the cinematography of it was just so good. I just was kind of like, when's part two? Wait, didn't you hate it? Don't you hate it when people are talking about stuff when they don't know about it? Admittedly, I don't know a lot about it. Okay, okay. admit I don't know a lot about Spoiler cinematography. Alert. But I know that I, I liked it, and it was miles better than a lot of the other music videos. Like, I mean, it was Ariana Grande level, and you know she. Oh, takes is her, she is she the queen? She takes her music videos very seriously. Yes, she puts a lot of time and in, invests a lot of money into That's them. That's crazy. So I didn't know you guys talked a lot. No, I. Just, it's a known <laughs> fact. She puts a lot of effort. Okay. She's very music yeah. video centric. I don't kind of. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch Ariana Grande music videos. That doesn't surprise me. To be, to be fair, though, I don't watch a lot of music videos in general. Because music videos haven't really, they kind of were a, they weren't really an artist's bread and butter for a while. They yeah. were when the MTV played music videos. You know, it was like a big deal. And then they kind of went back out of style. Back in my day. Back in my day when MTV played music. Music videos. But then they went out of style because people were going to see things in concert and you could download music, blah, 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 blah. And then... We now, sound so old right now. And then, and then they became big again when YouTube yeah. and like all the, when you started to monetize videos on YouTube, they became really big. Like yeah. we don't they don't show them on TV anymore. But yeah. anyways, all that to say, I thought the music video was very well done and the yep. producer of it. Very cool. Very, very cool. So all right. What's our last topic? I ask. I know exactly the big it is. one. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. I have so much to say. So. I, I so, get my notes. okay, hold on. Typically, something in this genre mm -hmm. would be me bringing to you. So, like, yes. I've, I challenge you to watch uh -huh. the Marvel stuff. Yes. You haven't. Challenge you to watch the Snyder Cut. You haven't. That's because it's four hours. It's a great piece of film, right. though. Okay. Wow. The, I don't doubt it. The lack of interest is staggering. I don't doubt it. But, but I say all that to say that you had a prior and genuine interest all your own yes. into this universe. Yes. Okay. I love the Kong movies. I really do. And that's well, there's only this one and the other one. No, there's a there's a few. Kong's been around since the 60s. Oh, you're talking about all of them yeah. as, as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I love the story. I love the, yeah, I just like, I like, like the story. Like the mythos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. So a little a little bit of prior or, or a little okay. bit of setup for this. Yes, educate. Okay, so. I'm I'm not trying to educate you because truly I'm not like I I am a a lot of super fans of things. This is not one of those. Okay. Things. Okay. So I know these strictly from these latest string of movies. Got it. So I watched Godzilla back in the theater like in 2014. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of lame because we literally I think in like an hour and 45 minute movie we got 10 minutes of Godzilla. I'm like, it's a Godzilla oh, movie. Give us bummer. Godzilla. Okay. 
Did you see that one? I didn't see that. Okay, it's not you're not ris- missing a whole lot. Okay. Brian Cranston, he's great in it. Whatever. Next one, Skull Island. Yes, seen that. Great one. Yes. Super great. Lo- I think Tom Hiddleston was in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember the other guy. The one who's all always in Will Ferrell movies. He's really good too, though. The one who played the opposite of Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Oh my gosh, what's I forgot his name. Yeah, I curly can't hair. Uh, John uh, John C. Riley. Is that it? Okay. I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was really great in that movie. That one's awesome. Yes. Uh, third one, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I don't remember that one. Did you watch? Yeah, but I don't remember. No, maybe that's the one I didn't see. Yeah. There's one that I had seen and one that I haven't. So leading up to those three, Godzilla felt very much like a, oh, we're trying to keep some mystique around Godzilla. Okay. Skull Island felt very much like uh, it was a very good movie with Kong in it. And I say that in a positive way. Like it felt just like a good movie. Uh, King of the Monsters, this is where it felt like, to me at least, it took the leap into Oh, we are just big blockbuster yes. CGI fight movie. Popcorn movies. Y- yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much like totally. this is how I described it. Like if you are watching a movie where those characters go to a movie, that's the movie that would be on screen. Just like giant fighting <laughs> nonsense. Like it's Wait, just background go, noise. If you go to a movie where King Kong you're wa- and Godzilla go to the movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you're watching a movie where like the main characters like go to the theater that's the movie that would be playing in the theater. Like, Hold on, just, I'm confused on oh the metaphor. Gosh. If you go to the movie, yeah. you know, if you're watching a movie Okay, so like Fault about- in Our Stars. Don't know why that came to mind just now. <laughs> but So if the two people from Fault in Our Stars went to the movies, uh-huh. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, would be playing. Because it's, a non- it's just a nonsense movie. That's okay, like, okay. It's like just generic enough to be like, yes. coming this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Action-packed. You know, yeah, Godzilla's yeah, yeah. like breathing fire. It's just like, it Lasers. felt like that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Very much. What did you love most about it? Like to keep, because I have a lot to say on this, but I'm going to try and keep it succinct. Wow. What 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 did you like most about it, and what did you like least about it? Okay, so, uh, I would say the fights were good. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. It's all about expectations. So if you had gone into this movie thinking I'm here for the fights, you would have been pleased. Yeah, because the fights were pretty great. All like two and a half, three mm-hmm. of them, or whatever. Uh. If you are going for a real movie experience with plot, undertones, character themes, development, character development, emotion, y- emotion, uh, you will be sadly, sadly, sadly disappointed because there's none of that. Right. Uh, and that's what, sorry, I'm going on a long time, so I'll apologize. Uh, I feel like with Marvel, they do a really good job of doing fan service. So like, oh, this is crazy and you can do a little bit more research about this and this has ties to comics and. This goes way back, mm, okay. blah, blah, blah. And I thought that's what they were doing with this movie. I didn't get any of that. Well, and I asked my friend who is a super fan. He's like, no, this meant nothing. I thought Kong's hammer was like something that meant something and like, oh, this has been in the movies. Nothing. It meant nothing. It was just nothing. No, nothing. Okay. And they didn't explain anything. There were so, it broke. I hate when a movie breaks its own rules. It broke its rules so many times. It broke so, well, because there weren't any established rules. I right. Feel like. There was just nothing. I mean, I agree with you. The thing I loved most about it was those action scenes because that's it's a Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. You if you can't nail the action scenes, don't yeah. make the movie. Totally I mean, incredible. There were yeah. some incredible scenes. Uh, even like uh, all the action scenes, ten out of ten. Loved that. Like yeah. that was exactly yeah. what I was going for. And when um, Kong goes, like the whole boat scene. Oh, that was that was really wicked. good. Yeah, when he's like going from boat to boat. Spoiler alert, like, when he they, he goes into Hollow Earth, like, that whole journey there yeah. was really cool. Oh, yeah, I have something to say about that. Keep going. I really liked I mean, I thought all of those moments were very well done. And I loved my one of my favorite 
characters because she actually had depth was the girl Gia. Yeah. And her uh, her connection to Punk. the the uh, island girl. Yeah. Okay. It gave me like Naomi Watts in uh, Peter Jackson. You know. How yeah. She puts yeah. Her yeah. Hand, like it was it was that emotional yeah. connection that was just there. I liked was, her too. I just wanted more of that. So the thing I think her being deaf gave her way too much power though. She like felt the earth and could like hear or hear like, his feel his heartbeat. heartbeat. I'm like, that no, that just Are you deaf or are you magical? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> do you have powers? How? So, but I do, I do like like there was just even though she was deaf? Yeah. She, I think she was the best actor out of no, the whole I movie. No, I thought she was really good. And I I think she, is she actually deaf? I I tried to look it up and then I got sidetracked. I'm I don't know You're such if such a she, journalist. I yeah, I'm such a journalist. You know, you just hear from the fact. I think she might be, but I don't know. Wait, maybe you can look that up because my oh, other thing. That's my job now. Because I have some more thoughts that I want to get to. Go ahead. Okay, the things that I that I didn't like were, and I feel like they're pretty important. Like I love a good villain, right? Okay. I love. And D and I uh, were talking about like who are some of our favorite villains, and we were like, oh, like um, Voldemort, such a good villain. Yeah, true. Um, Sirius Black, who you like think is a villain, but then oh, it ends up being so a good, good. one. Like, oh, so Don't good. start me down a Harry no, no, Potter like, trail. And then also like Regina George in Mean Girls. Oh wow, I, no, left turn. <laughs> I know, but, but hear me out because because she's such a good villain because you 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 also want her to love you. Yeah, it's you know there are these just. Inc- Incredible villains in c- cinematic history. Yeah, this villain and th- is this villain along with the villain in the n- latest Wonder Woman movie were the same in that they were cheap, they were stereotypical, yeah. they were cliche, they had some weird, ambiguous uh, Latino accent. They were like, "And now I will have the power." I was like, "Are you Italian? Are you Mexican? Like, what's well, happening?" Can we get that one more time? Uh, but no, literally, I don't. You don't even have to hear me do it because they say it in both films. They are like, yeah. "I want." All the power and all the power. This is mine. And I'm like, oh, God, what is this? A Phineas and Ferb episode? Like, it just, it was so cheaply done. They put no effort into the villain, which really, the villain should should drive the emotion for the story. And my all, I have a lot of other big things, but I think the other thing I want to bring up, because we've already talked about how there's no plot, there's no, there's a lot yeah. of fluff. The trio, um, Millie Bobby Brown, her t- and the two Ugh. people with her awful uh, that trio did not need to exist the whole movie would have carried on without that storyline yeah. until the very end when all of a sudden he pours his drink onto the keyboard so dumb and i just was so, like so such a cheap yeah, ending such a cheap ending and it, there was no sacrifice yeah, in it none. and i think all the other kong movies have had some big sacrifice yeah. towards the end there was no sacrifice it was just happenstance that, yeah. that he had a drink and hear me out they could have had the the guy I forget his name. He's the uh, the adult that's with Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. her friend. Um, and his name's Carl in the movie. Carl. Okay, so he has his whiskey, and the guy, the little kid, just takes it and pours it. And I was like, they had such a good opportunity. They could have done where like Carl looked at the photo of his wife, realized that he was going to give up drinking instead of ending his life with the alcohol. He could have poured it, up. and like they could have really dove into that story and just had Carl. Yeah. Instead, they're like, "Now we're gonna throw in Millie Bobbin Brown to name drop, add some fluff document or add some fluff sure. plot, and then have the kid throw the drink on it." Yeah, it just it was so flat. Well, they gave so. it like the so like not to take it way left field, but they gave it the Stranger Things treatment where yes. like in the latest season of Stranger Things. So like, uh, not to go off on a whole different diatribe, but Stranger Things one, the first season was so good because yeah. it felt so unique and had so much character to mm-hmm. it. 
And it felt so generic by the third season. Yeah. And I hate the whole movie trope of kids make a difference. Because I'm like, okay, realistically, the world's ending. Kids are not going to make a difference. You need to get out of the way. Yeah. How did you end up in Hong Kong? How are you still alive? There's, right. there's, it, I hate that. Yeah. But the whole thing about, I agree with you. I think Millie Bobby Brown and that whole trio. Honestly, I think you could take all the humans out of that movie and it's better. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Anytime there's a Leave human Gia. on screen, uh-huh. it was boring. It was, bo- oh, and don't get me started on that one girl that was like, I'm about to impersonate her, so you'll know who I'm talking. She's okay. like, feel free to be impressed. Do you know that girl? Probably don't remember her because she was unnecessary. Was that the bad guy's daughter? Yes. And yeah, she yeah. was like, yeah, and our ships can blah, 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 blah. And he was like, wow. And she's like, feel free to be impressed. I was like, wow. gag me. That- oh, my gosh. She was oh, just. God. Oh, it was so. That does sound cringy. I cringed she was when giving you said me, that. She was giving me like Megan Fox and Holiday in the Sun vibes. And I just was like, mm, this okay, is not. Just, I'm way over my head there. But it just, like five people will get that reference. But it. You're so unique. I'm so. I'm so. <laughs> Um, sorry, not to interrupt you. The Gia's name is Kaylee Hoddle, and okay. she comes from an all-deaf family spanning four generations. No way. Yep. That's incredible. Yep. That is That honestly redeems a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, way to go at least hiring someone yeah, with an actual disability instead of having someone pretend to be. That's a big deal right yeah. now. Can I just say one rule that broke that was like, okay, you're, I, you lost me. So they make a huge deal out of them going to hollow earth. Like they have that whole transition where it's like Kong's falling. Uh They're like going through like time space and like, oh, we're not going to make it. And it's like the ship's rattling and they have to build this whole machine just to do that. First of all, in the previous movie, the way they got there was like through the ocean and gravity wasn't the issue. It was like heat and radiation. Yeah, because you're at the core of the earth. Right. So I'm like, okay, so. So the issues here are heat heat and radiation. Yeah. So it's not in this movie, just gravity. Gravity. So they barely make it to Hollow Earth, and then Godzilla blows a hole through the Earth from Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, the laser. The yes. laser goes he off. Just, somehow he senses that. that con- I forgot about that. I literally, I couldn't rationalize it. I probably just tried to get it out of my mind. So, I'm probably peeking so hard right now because I'm yelling. But Godzilla li- somehow senses that uh, Kong is at the core or at Hollow Earth. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, I guess there's only one thing to do. And he just literally laser breaths, fire breeze or whatever through the the center of the earth. Through thousands of miles. Miles. It would have taken like three hours for that beam to get there. Anyway, it would take days. It would take sure. years. Well, okay. I can even like forgive that. But then they just fly out. Yeah. Kong just climbs out. I'm like, oh, he's there. He's in Hong Kong now. We just, we How just, did we get here? Anybody who went to, I don't know, fifth grade knows that you have like the mantle and then the core. You have the crust, the mantle, the other one that we all forget, and then the core. Okay. Like You we, are taking it way too earth science No, no, no. But, but, but what I'm saying is they just, you proved it a minute ago. Like they just yeah. skipped over the like, there's no heat. Totally. I'm like, we all know there's heat. We learned it. Miss Connor told me in science wow. class in fifth grade that there's, that it's, flaming hot well even okay so outside of that though i can forgive all that but just respect your own rules if they have a hard time Mm -hmm, getting in mm -hmm. they have a hard Hard time time getting getting out out. that's a great point i don't care like i agree with you first of all molten lava which was an issue in the last movie and suddenly it looks like the it looks like space in the center totally that's what i'm but i'm okay with that if you want to paint the craziest picture in the on the world honor that is so cool Follow your rules, man. That is, yeah, it was just like a little tunnel. Yeah. He just, just climbed right be out. consistent. I was just like, he he blows a hole in the center of the earth. Crazy. 
but okay, I'm here still. I'm I'm with you. Still. I'll buy into that. I've bought into yeah. the bad villain, the bad pot. But then he just climbs out like mm. a toddler on a play structure, which which just by the size of Earth would take decades, a long time to walk that. A long, and then they just fly out. In like if minutes. you needed a ship to get in, and yeah. then you can just walk out. Yeah, that's inaccurate. Yeah. Also, where's the sun coming from in Hollow Earth? Why is it light? There actually is, like, not to get into, like, tinfoil hat stuff, but there is a whole group of people like the Flat Earthers who believe in Hollow Earth. But where's the light coming from? The core. Or there might be a second sun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes. Yeah, I was going to say, not much left <laughs> that, to say about that. That is, there were just so many. Yeah. There's also, I, I wrote down some notes here. Yeah, cheap villain. Um, oh, my, this is what I think solves. I just feel like I had a revelation when sure. I was going through this. Same thing with the Wonder Woman, the second Wonder Woman. Oh, gosh. The, so bad. The, but here we go. The crux of it was, the, the big problem was that they tried to make it an adult movie for kids. Sure. Instead of just making it a kid's movie. Yeah. Because if I had kids, for sure I would still take them to see Wonder Woman in this Kong movie, this Congress Godzilla. Because it's action-packed. It's easy sure, to grasp. Sure. It's super, you don't have to think too hard. A kid could understand it. It's fun. Yeah. But adults went to see this with the expectation that it would be catered towards adults. Yeah. And it's not. It was catered towards 10 to 14-year-olds. And yeah. that's fine, but market it for what it is. Yeah. Instead of trying to make it. Like, the first Wonder Woman, the past Kong movies are intense. Yeah. Like, they're, like, I probably might not take my kids to see. I think yeah. one of them is even rated R, one of the yeah, Godzilla ones. Um, You know, because... Not to get into all of that, but the original Godzilla was a representation of the A-bomb and all of that. Yeah. And I just that's not the conversation we're having right now, but worth good mentioning. good that you brought it up, though. One thing m- worth mentioning at the tail end. Yeah. But so it's, it's a very historical, moving, complex yeah. movie series that they wanted to, I think, obviously cater towards a younger demographic. Yeah. Which is totally fine. But I do think they should have marketed it as such. And yeah. instead, they marketed it as, remember the, the past Kong movies you've seen? Remember the past Marvel movies you've seen? This will be just like that. Well, and I, it wasn't. Here's my here. I'll take it in like a different angle. I I I totally agree with what you're saying. Be true to your marketing. I think for me, the thing that like rubs me the wrong way is like, who is this movie for? Is yep. it for? Because I again, I reference this all the time, but I think one of the best examples is the Marvel universe. They just do so many things so well. But like, is this movie for like hyper fans of your series? Or is it for the casual goer? Is it for me? The yeah. casual. Is it who? Who is it? <laughs> but for? even I didn't like because it. Because I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. Because at, like one of the things they did in the prior movie, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, was like it was just so funny. First of all, quick side note: the dialogue in all these movies is god awful. It is really so, one of the bad. One of who's the dad of Millie Bobby Brown? I don't know who. Oh, I don't even is. remember. Yeah, I cannot stand that guy's an actor. If you're a listener, I'm so sorry. He was in like Friday Night Lights. Or I something. can't stand yeah, yeah, yeah. him. He is because worst line in all of Godzilla vs Kong was like, "I'm having a hard time here, daughter. Can you so, give me a break? Can you give your pop a break? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, stop. Please. What was his role? No more. What was his role in this movie? Well, you tell you me. See King of the Monsters. Yes. Okay. But so what was his role in this movie? Nothing. He had one second of screen. None. So anyway, in the previous movie, uh, one of the things that was like for the fans, but not really for the fans, was like King Ghidorah, the main bad guy, is from space. And that is uh, canonically in the history of this story is Mm -hmm. true. Like King Ghidorah is from space. But it's just so funny because the way that they explained that in this movie was once they find out what's happening, there is uh, there's a woman 
who is like an expert on like mythology and like researching all this stuff. And she's like, my family has had many interactions with this beast. It turns out he's from space. And they're like, okay, how do we beat him? And I'm like, wait, wait, go, go back. Go today. back. How, you're not going to explain that he's from space and that's a huge deal. He's an alien. And they're like, I'm just imagining one guy in like the break room, like, wait, can we, wait, can we go back to that? And they're like, Ted, Ted, shut up. We have to, we have to kill this guy. Wait, he's from space. Like, no, go back. Wait, what movie is this in? Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters, the last movie. Oh, yeah. So that's probably where that, like, that was just setting the tone for like, it's fine to throw stuff in and not address it. Yeah. That's why I was saying, I'm just like, uh, no, please either make the, because you could have not said that about the whole being from space thing. And it's the same movie. It matters not. So, like, either make it for the hyper fans or Mm -hmm. make it for the casual fans. Or at least if you're going to make it for both, give any kind of exposition. Like, give the movie something to help everybody understand. That movie got so wacky by the end. I was like, all right, whatever. I think that... I'm here for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) I think that's that's what you want your your fans to say as they leave your movie. Like, I'm I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Or I could never watch any of these movies again and be okay. I think after watching this, I'm done because yeah. the past Kong movies that I've seen were so good mm. and so emotional. Yeah. Good and bad. Like having, it was like a, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I was just like, it was dead and then action scene. Yeah. And the True. people got in the way of the plot. Totally. Take all the <laughs> people like, out of that movie leave. and it's 10 times better. Yes. Feel free to be impressed. Wow. It was just, I literally turned into Demetri. I'm like, cringing I when you're saying that. It's, so. It was so bad. And there were so many other examples like this. She was like, my dad will have none of this. Oh, I was God. like, oh my God, please, please get off the screen. Please don't do that voice. I, it was, Ever again. <laughs> oh, it was just so bad. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. That's my 17 cents. Well, we've gone long. Yeah. If you've made it this far. Congrats. I'm impressed. Stop, please. <laughs> no more. I... <laughs> I quit. Uh, that is, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap for the first one. I think that's a wrap for us today. Um, Catch us on the next one, whenever that will be. We haven't decided when we're uploading yet, so I can't give you a date time. But whatever day that you're hearing this, whatever day it launched, we'll do it again. Yeah, on this day, whatever. Shout us out, man. Tell us if you like it, or if honestly, if you don't like it either. Yeah, if you don't like it, tell us. Tell us. We can take it. There is nothing that you will send me that Lil Nas X hasn't seen yet. And we can handle it. We can handle it. I can it. assure you, let me just say this. If you're going to insult me, at least be creative about it. Yeah. I will say that. You have full permission to insult me in any way you yep. can, as long as it's not boring. Don't insult me. My at fragile least, ego can't take yeah, it. Care enough about insulting me to put some effort into yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Be specific. You, not me, though. Yeah, me. I'm in counseling. I can't take it. <laughs> I can take it. Bring me your specific insult. Okay. On that note, we will see you next week. Yeah. Wait, do you want to tell them where they can find you? Oh, yeah. You can find uh, us on Instagram, The Juice Edit. Yeah. That's our handle. I'm Savannah Ray Correno. I'm Trent Ellerman. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>